Are you looking to take your sports knowledge to the next level? Along with movie reviews, gaming advice, and tech news, well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the BHB Trilogy Podcast with your host, Beast, Hot Sauce, and Buckets. Welcome to the BHB Trilogy Podcast, episode 16, with Buckets and Beast. I'm your host, The Sauce, and we're here with Mr. Beltron and Mrs. Beltron. Uh, so first, Mr. Beltron, can you tell us like some of your background info and like where you went to school and everything like that? Yeah, certainly. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, my name is Jonathan Beltran, and currently I'm a senior project manager at Keck Medicine of USC, which is an academic medical center uh, based here in Los Angeles. And I've been working there for about going on four years. Mm-hmm. And um, some of my background, currently I'm uh, getting my MBA at USC as well and have a background in uh, my bachelor's in business. Um, so it's it's a wonderful time to be in healthcare right now, to be able, especially with the current situation going on, the global pandemic, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. How long have you been at Keck? Uh, Keck, going on four years, close to four years. Four years? Yeah. All right, uh, Mrs. Beltran, can you tell us some of your background info? Hi, so my name is Claudia. I'm currently working as a as a nurse um, in a pediatric uh, location. Mm-hmm. Um, my background would be, um, you know, I always wanted to be a nurse. Now I'm in my current job. I've been there for two and a half years. Um, I don't know what else would you say. It's a lot. You've been uh, doing. How did you get into your field? How'd you get into your field? Well, I always wanted to be a nurse. I always wanted to, not a nurse, actually. I always wanted to be in the healthcare. Um, at first, growing up, I always wanted to be a pediatrician. But being a pediatrician comes with many, many years of school. So mm-hmm. that came out of the books. Um, and then when I really decided I wanted to be a nurse was when my grandfather was actually coming in and out of the hospital. And I came across a lot of good things in the hospital and a lot of bad things in the hospital. And I think that was when I was really motivated to be that change for that person coming in when they're the most vulnerable. That's that's great. Uh, so Stella, or yeah, Stella will ask you the first question. We'll go like Stella, me, and Eli, and we'll keep going like that. My first question is for Miss Mrs. Beltran. What is the coronavirus, and what are the symptoms? So the official name they gave the coronavirus was COVID nineteen. Um, it's a new virus. We've never dealt with something like this. Um, and with that being said, um, the coronavirus, it's a virus. So we have no type of medication, no antibiotic, no vaccine, nothing that we can possibly give to these patients. So um, it's a respiratory infection or a respite. I'm sorry, not an infection. It's an illness. So meaning that it triggers your lungs. Um, and that's where we see a lot of the difficulty breathing. Some of the symptoms that come with it, um, in the beginning, every day we're learning something different. So in the beginning, it was a lot of um, fevers, cough, shortness of breath, Now, or, or, or if you have traveled outside of the country. Now we're screening every patient like they have the coronavirus, and we're looking for any fevers, any cough, any shortness of breath, sore throats. And traveling at this point doesn't matter to us. We're treating everybody as if you have it, um, and we're... You know, we're just facing everybody the same. So, 
Mr. Beltran, uh, how are you using your position at Keck to inform the public of Corona and symptoms? Yeah, definitely. It's a great question. Um, currently, so I'm in, I'm in the marketing and communications department. Um, so right now, we're definitely heavy on the communication side, and we're in what we call a crisis communications mode, right? So um, it's, it's important for us as a business and hospital within the community to uh, deliver the right messaging at the right time about how we're taking care of our patients, how we're preparing for their care and disseminating the messaging from our leadership, uh, both internally across the organization and out um, to our neighborhoods and, and our patient population. Um, whether at that's um, our, our social media channels, right, monitoring all of our channels to, to see what questions people have, um, to ensure that um, we have the websites up to date with reliable information in a timely fashion mm -hmm. and also um, email communications um, constantly from you can imagine the various uh, amount of departments that we have um, department heads and leaderships and deans um, deploying all of that messaging and, and then bringing it back to, to leadership to see how to respond uh, um, this question from mrs Beltran. How contagious is the virus? Um, it's very contagious. Um, we know that it's droplet, meaning that it can uh, live on surfaces, and it's also airborne, meaning that the particles are up in the air. So with that being said, let's say you go to a supermarket or you go have, let's say, you go to the movies with your friends, um, and you sit on the seat and you touch the seat, and then you go and you grab or you touch your face, um, like your mouth, your ear, your nose, or your eyes, that's a mode of um, the, the virus to come into your body. As well, if, you, if somebody coughs on you or you're not keeping your distance and you're breathing that same air that that person is, that is another mode of transition that you can get the virus. So I would say it's pretty, um, a, it's a pretty bad virus. It's highly contagious. Um, my next question is for Mr. Beltran. What kind of questions do people ask about coronavirus? Oh, what kind of questions do people ask? As they pertain to my role like Keck, um, going back to monitoring the websites and social media, um, people are wondering how our hospital is responding to the virus, right? How are we preparing? How our supply levels are? How are we taking precautions and keeping our patients safe? And um, what are those protocols that we're taking? So they're definitely worried, um, uh, asking a lot of those questions and, and, and they want answers, right? And now in the digital media, you're expected to answer as quickly as possible. The problem is that we don't always have the answers right away, unfortunately. Um, you would think that we do, but this is something totally new and we prepare all the time at the hospital in crisis communications for earthquakes, power outages, um, a bunch of scenarios like this, but this is something to so left field we, we never expected. It's um, it's a learning experience. I think we're getting better at it as time goes on, but mm. um, well, those are the primary ones that people are asking is how, how are we preparing? Um, and they also want to know transparency, right? They want us to be honest and transparent about how many people are infected at our facilities, how many um, uh, um, tests have we given out, and um, th things of that nature. So, uh, Mrs. Beltran, 
how can we protect ourselves from it? And like, how do you protect yourself as a nurse dealing with sick patients? So um, I'll do the first one. Um, how we can protect ourselves? You have to want. I know there's. It, it's funny to me because a lot of people um, are looking for hand sanitizers and you can't find any anywhere. Um, but just wash your hands. Wash your hands as much as possible. Um, you want to wash your hands at least twenty seconds for at least twenty seconds. And the way that you know you're washing your hands for at least twenty seconds is by singing Happy Birthday two times. So you can do that. It's it's as simple as that. Um, another thing you can do is avoid touching your face. Don't touch your mouth. Don't touch your, your, your eyes, because that's all like, how can I say it? That's your mouth is moist. It's wet. So viruses love that. They love to enter the body that way. So avoid touching your face. Um, wash your hands, clean your surface areas. Like when you come home, wipe down your knob, um, just try to do stuff like that. If you do have to go out um, and you do have a mask, wear a mask, wear gloves, throw them away before you come into your house. If you have, um, leave your shoes outside, um, how I'm protecting myself or I'm trying to protect myself um, at work, we have different regulations. Um, when mm -hmm. this, this all started, we were just wearing a mask, regular surgical mask. Um, then we eventually had our urgent care for all those kind of patients and then we had to gown up, including like a gown, a mask, a face shield, a hairnet, and then even uh, covers for your shoes. Um, now, because we're treating every patient as they have it, we're walking around with a face shield and a mask. Your face shield can come off in between patients, but your mask should not come off at all times. Not even if you're just sitting there charting, it shouldn't come off. Um, coming home, I do have a separate pair of shoes when I leave work, I change out my shoes. And when I come into the house, I leave those shoes out. Um, as I'm walking into the house, I'm going straight into the restroom to take a shower. I'm getting that clothes and I'm separating or I'm separating my uniforms from all the other clothes. Um, and at the same thing I practice, I on the weekends, I try to wipe down all the surfaces that we have, like all the light switches, um, the doorknobs, just trying to prevent from me bringing anything back and having, you know, I'm trying to think of anything. Does it feel like, like uncomfortable knowing that the patients can have coronavirus and like knowing that people are dying? Yeah, of course, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, it was really scary. Um, I remember my first encounter where I had to go into a room and actually perform the test because patient was showing all the symptoms. You always think like, um, so my first encounter was I was gowning up, I was putting on my protective gear and I was thinking, mm -hmm. oh, man, like what if this person does have it? As I'm walking to the room, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is how I'm gonna perform the swab. This is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna put it here, do it like this. And when I'm exiting the room, it's a specific way I have to take off my, my gear. I can't just take off my face shield and my mask. It has to come in order. So. I didn't want to miss a step. I didn't want to take off my, my mask and my shield in the room. Mm -hmm. So it was just very scary knowing you're coming back or you're exiting that room and you're like, even like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work anywhere. I just want to go home and take a shower. Yeah. So it's, it's scary, but I try to, you know, you, you try to mm -hmm. stay positive and you, you remind yourself why you chose this path. You know, you want to help everybody and and you want to treat everybody with love and respect and just try to give them the best care that you can possibly give. 
This question is for Mr. Bel- Mr. Beltram. Do you have different messages for different people? I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? Do you have different messages for different people? Different messages for different people. Um, with regard to COVID-19, um, just, for you like know, the stages. Like stages. Or like ages, well, ages, I mean ages. Okay, yeah. Just for everyone, just to, um, you know, take all the precautions you can, right? Uh, no matter your age group, because we're all impacted by it, even though you may hear a lot on the news that we're, you know, younger people are stronger and they may not get as affected, but the older population, they could be abuelita or grandma or, or you know, so you, we have to take care of one another and anybody is susceptible to get it, right? You have young people in the ICU now. There's a, I think there's more people, was it more younger people in the ICU than yeah. older people now? Yeah. Um, perhaps not as many fatalities or deaths, but definitely um, people are, are hurting no matter what age you are. So I just take it, um, you know, I, I take it seriously right now and just stay home, take the time to just be home and stay with your family. And, yeah, and stay home. Like, yeah. stay quarantined. Yeah, stay quarantined. So, so, Mr. Beltran, like, when you see more young people come in, is it surprising? Is that for me? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was even um, online the other day and I was reading an article that said that a 17-year-old got it and passed away. I think that's the youngest that has passed away. So mm-hmm. really, anybody can get it and anybody can pass it along to, to anybody. And it's crazy because at first you think, oh, that can't happen to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm healthy. I take vitamins every day. I work out, but... Even those people are getting the virus. So in, in the beginning, were there like a lot of young people? I mean, not you know, old people, like a lot of old people as they yeah, like on the news? Yeah, I think that's what the biggest one was. The older, the, the people that don't have the best immune system, those were the ones that were getting sick and landing in the ICU. But now we're seeing every age group in there. All right, uh, a quick break from our sponsors. The BHB Trilogy Podcast with your host, Beast, Hot Sauce, and Buckets. We'll be right back. BHB Trilogy Media, if you're looking to bring your story to life, to bring life into your marketing campaign, BHB Trilogy Media is what you're looking for. Expert storytellers, complete digital marketing department. Visit bhbtrilogy.com for more information. Dexter's Technology, if you are looking for custom software development, custom apps, application integration, technology solutions for your business, you find a partner in Dexter's Technology. Visit dexterstechnology.com for more information. Back to the show, the BHB Trilogy Podcast, with your host, Beast, Hot Sauce, and Buckets. Alright, welcome back to the BHB Trilogy Podcast, episode 16. We're here with mrs and mr beltron and coronavirus is really affecting all our lives you know it's big changes to our lives no school no sports no like nothing going on outside we have to stay inside so of course we had to bring doctors in uh mrs beltron why is staying at home and social distancing important even for groups who are not at high risk 
again, going back to what we were saying earlier, um, you can get this by breathing it and by touching. So if you're going out um, and not staying home, you can contract the virus. So it's really, really important to stay home. We're trying to cut it back. We're trying to stay healthy. We're trying for the virus to not infect as many people as New York. Um, mm -hmm. So just stay home. Try to try to you know come up with different things so you're not bored at home. Puzzles, books. I know that can be a little boring sometimes, but it's better than 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 going and going through the virus, having the virus because I've heard the symptoms are horrible. So, like, how serious? is it when it like gets to your like throat right is that what it affects yeah so in different people the virus acts different it just depends on your own body um but let's say you are you are immunocompromised so you have like let's say diabetes or you have hyper blood pressure and or let's say you have cancer mm -hmm. um your, your system is going to go very low so the the the, the virus is going to attack you and once the virus attacks lungs, mm -hmm. um, it can lead to pneumonia. Pneumonia meaning like there's fluid inside your lungs, so you can't breathe. So then let's say you can't breathe, then they have to put a, a machine called the uh, ventilator. It's a tube that goes down your throat and it's breathing for you because your lungs aren't capable of doing that. At that point, um, you aren't awake, you aren't conscious. So it, it can really affect you. So, uh Mr. Beltran, uh, what kind of like emails are you sending out to like the directors and stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's a lot about again how I mentioned earlier preparing uh, or letting our patients know how we are preparing as a hospital and institution. Um, just last Friday, I sent out an email from our CEO Tom Jackowitz to um, to a, a big portion of our population letting them know how they can make appointments now, right? Because mm -hmm. we've all non-elective surgeries and the vast majority of our um, uh, clinic visits have come to a halt. So we are partnering with our IT folks and a lot of other departments to launch te telecare and telemedicine. We're able to talk to your doctors via an app, like kind of like we're doing now via Zoom, um, or, or more specifically that they have their own platform. So teaching the community that we have these tools available and that um, if you need us, we're still here. And um, also that messaging, you know, some inspirational um, points in there as well. Like, you know, letting the community know we're, we're one people, we're one community and we'll get through this together. Mm -hmm. So so things like that, right? Um, and what else? Also just letting know our constitu constituents, um, like the main campus university, um, and other stakeholders, what are all, all of the projects that we're working on to um, combat this uh, situation at the hospital, right? Like running a report, letting them know, hey, we're doing X, Y, and Z. We're trying to dot all of our I's and cross all of our T's. So a lot of that reporting. Um, and I have team members that I, I'm working with too, like from the media team that I work mm -hmm. with on a daily basis. They're the ones, um, they do some pretty cool stuff too. They're the ones um, matching like doctors to um, television stations and, and radio stations um, to put like, let's say our chief medical officer at a one of the community hospitals that we own, um, to put them on ABC or CNN so they can get the word out from, from medical professionals. So, so things that, a lot of communication, things like that, that I, I find really awesome. So what, what's the, like a doctor Zoom? Like, so you can Zoom a doctor? 
Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. technically, yeah, you can technically use like a Zoom, a HIPAA, or they call it HIPAA compliant Zoom, which I think um, it's I've a seen. little bit more complicated, right, than just Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty much for patient privacy, right? I think this mm-hmm. account that we're talking about right now, saw it, it was like HIPAA compliance, so it's secured, right? You don't want yeah. um, if you were going through something that somebody hacks into it and finds out personal information about you. Um, and there are other platforms that that are coming out. But right now, we are using um, what we're calling telecare. It's a white label solution to, to be able to diagnose patients. Um, it's a pretty interesting time for technology and healthcare right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I ran out. We ran out of questions. Like, I squeezed all the questions. Right? Okay. Can I? Okay, we have one more. Oh, you, you want to ask a, a question? What, what do you guys think about the coronavirus? Uh, like, do you groups? Wait, so the last part? Say the last part. Like, within your age range. Uh, well, like, I got I got sick before they closed my school down. Yeah. So, like, I didn't go for, like, half the week. And, like, so, I mean, I, I got happy when it closed down. Like, <laughs> Everyone else got sad, but I was like, whatever, like, no more school. But, I mean, since it's, like, for young people, I don't think I'm as, like, worried. I mean, it, since it affects, like, older people, like, more, I don't, I'm not, like, as worried because I'm still young. and Unless unless because my immune system isn't fully developed yet, I don't know. But I, I'm not as worried as compared to, like, my grandparents or something. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't thinking about it too much. But then when they closed down the schools, um, it, it got serious. But then when they closed down the schools, like until next year, then I got then I got nervous. But I knew I was gonna. I probably wasn't gonna get it because I was just gonna stay in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I got sad and mad when they close down the school yeah, yeah that's what we thought like because we're like we're staying home you know like we're listening to like stay home to not yeah. affect other people well it sounds like you guys are taking it seriously you know um even at your age range i know it's impacting you guys a lot right um mm-hmm. they like but like sports it's... and everything can't like play sports yeah sports friends um it's 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 history and making your way i think it's something to appreciate um not that it's a good thing to have to have to go through but it's literally what you're going through right now is history and making right 10 years mm-hmm. from now from now you're going to be remembering this time and, and how much it changed the world um so just having a grasp of that i think kind of gives you an awe of it uh so I was gonna, we we're gonna ask both of you, uh, what's the best advice for kids and teens like us? Uh, sure. So, are you asking for advice specific to COVID or like in general? Like, like just whatever, like both. Um, I'll speak to like more, maybe more general, and you're, you're more closer to the medical stuff. So I'll let you talk about Corona. But um, just in general, best advice I give to teens and kids. Um, never underestimate the impact that you can have on those around you and others, right? If, if no matter how small of an action, you never really know how 
um, how that small action can have a positive or negative effect on your friends or your family or somebody watching you either through your podcast or in a, a simple conversation, right? Mm-hmm. You never know when you um, when you're flapping your butterfly wings how that can have a monumental effect on the other side of the world, right? That power, that potential right there is um, is incredible. Um, just I'm, I'm, I've always told your, your your dad it's it's a, I think it's amazing that you guys at your age are doing this, right? Because um, mm-hmm. you you don't you're gonna reach you don't know what one kid is gonna see this and want and be inspired by what you're doing. Um, so. Don't don't take that lightly, and, and just run with it for yourself. Thank you. So, the best advice I can give um, to to with the coronavirus, I would say, uh, take it serious. You know, like Jonathan was saying, it doesn't matter. The little grain of salt that you bring in can be the biggest difference. Uh, you know, you have mom and dad at home, you have grandparents at home, and you just want to keep it, them in mind because you can be coming home and you can be giving them something. Um, mm-hmm. And the saddest thing that I was I was seeing um, when I was reading an article, it was these patients that are dying, they're dying by themselves. There's no family with them. There's nobody to hold their hands, so they're dying by themselves. So what I always tell myself, I haven't seen my parents in a while, but I always say, um, I wouldn't want that for them. So that's why I'm keeping my distance. And that's why I'm coming home. I'm going straight into the shower, even to protect Jonathan. So I would say, take it serious. Um, stay home, listen to your parents. And, you know, we'll, we'll all get through this. I saw a thing that I really liked. It said, um, be aware, not anxious. So just be aware of what's going on. But don't go to the point that you become anxious and you you can live your regular life. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being on our podcast. Uh, those really good answers. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. It's really an honor. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Appreciate you too. Uh, signing off until next time. Speech between right. podcast episode 60. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the BHB Trilogy Podcast with Beast, Hot Sauce, and Bucket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit bhbtrilogy.com. We'll catch you next time.